Welcome to the King's Cast, dynamic teaching recorded live at King's Church in Cambridge, England. We hope you are blessed and challenged by listening to the ministry today. And now, here's the broadcast. Good morning, everyone. Today's message will be about leading by example. Before I begin, I want to ask you a question to get you thinking. How old do you think you have to be before you can be a leader or to lead in the church? And what does God think? Today's message is partly about age just being a number. The Bible tells us even if you are young, you can still be used in mighty ways by God. For his Holy Spirit in your life, in faith, in love and overall in the way you are. Setting an example for all others in the world to see. This then will give guidance for other people in the way in which to be and for them too to come to Christ. Let's look at today's reading. So if you all turn in your Bibles to 1 Timothy chapter 4. So for a bit of context, Timothy was a young man but also a leader in the Ephesian church, which at the time had fallen under the corruption of false teachings. And at the beginning of chapter 4, Paul writes about these things, what he calls godless myths. So picking up from verse 7, have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather, train yourself to be godly, for physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. That is why we labor and strive, because we have put our hope in the living God, who is the savior of all people, and especially of those who believe. Command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scripture, to preaching, and to teaching. Do not neglect your gift, which was given you through prophecy when the body of elders laid their hands on you. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them, so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Amen. Amen. So from this passage, we see Paul give clear instructions to Timothy in striving for godliness by being a clear example of God in all areas of life, so people notice. He tells him to instruct the church correctly against what the world was saying at the time. To do this, Paul tells Timothy to train in his spirit and to grow in the word of God, which will be of value in all things for eternity. A particular verse we want to focus on today is in verse 12, which begins like this. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith, and in purity. Timothy at the time was a young man, but also an elder in the church. He could have been even the age of a teenager, and in comparison to Paul, was like a son. A stereotypical view of the world is that because people are older and have more experiences than you, that they have more knowledge, therefore wisdom, and the right to lead. This is partly true, however, nothing compares to God's wisdom. And through God's Spirit living in us, he can impart his wisdom into anyone despite our age. Through his Holy Spirit and God's wisdom... Spirit-led words of wisdom can flow through us, and in this passage, Timothy is the example of this. We want to briefly highlight today in how to be an example of God in all the uh, areas Paul mentions. 
So one of the first practical ways that Paul writes about how we can lead others is in the, way, the things we say. The Bible says in Ephesians 4, verse 29, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. So in life, in almost every conversation, we have the opportunity to build others up. I mean, it's so the tongue has so much power, and it's very often that we hear other people gossiping and saying bad things about other people. So just as bad words can corrupt the minds and the behavior of those who hear it, good words and kind words can encourage others and influence their manner, and this is what we should aim to do. Paul also says to be an example in purity, and to be an example to impurity, it is constantly to hunger after righteousness. It says, it says in 2 Timothy 4, Flee the evil desires of you and pursue righteousness, faith, love and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Don't have anything to do with foolish or stupid arguments because you know they produce quarrels and the Lord's servant must not quarrel. Instead, he must be kind to everyone, able to teach not resentful. It's so easy at a young age to get sucked into worldly things. There's so much pressure on young people by friends in the classroom and outside to fit in, so therefore do things that may not be right and you know. There's also pressure to get into relationships early and you may even get persecuted or picked on for your beliefs. The Bible in Psalm 119 starting off in verse 9, answers the question on how to remain pure. How can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word, God. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your command. I have hidden your word in my heart, that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, O God. To teach me your decrees, with my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delete in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. So to remain pure, this clearly says that we must learn the scriptures, go to the Bible and read it, because it will be applicable in all situations so we can stand against anything that comes our way. It's active. And I want to encourage you today to make reading the Bible enjoying enjoyable. Uh, my way of combining both something I enjoyed and strive to do in reading the scriptures was to teach the Sunday school. I really enjoyed teaching and playing with the children, so it motivates me even more to go to the Bible to prepare my teaching for them, therefore, so I can learn also and reinforce it in my life, but also by being compassion, full of compassion for them to know their God and Savior as well. I want to encourage you today that you too can do something you enjoy and also read the Bible. It may even be to start a Christian union in your school or get together with even your Christian friends so that you can build each other up and help them in learning the gospel so you can remain pure. So another way in which Paul writes we can lead believers is in love. And I believe as Christians, love should be present in all our relationships and all our actions because where there is love, there is God. Amen. Amen. And we can read all throughout the Bible how paramount love is in our lives. In 1 Corinthians 13, it lists the characterizations of love. Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, etc. 
And if we think about these qualities, it's kind, it's humble, it's forgiving. And when we demonstrate these qualities to others, we're showing them love. And we really want you guys to reflect on how you can show love to the people in your lives, um, whether it be letting go of grudges or congratulating them on something they've done well. When it comes to leading by example, we think that love is really indispensable. Paul also mentions being an example in faith. And faith, a definition of faith is believing, knowing something is there even if you cannot see it. We know God is always with us through his Holy Spirit living in us. Amen. He guides and prompts us in the right direction and where the way to be. Sometimes there are times when we won't be able to feel God's presence, but we know by faith he is always there. When we go out on the streets of the church, it is by faith that we know God is with us, going to show up and touch the lives of the people we meet that night. Before the night, there is many times where you are anxious and you are nervous about going out, but these situations you rely on God more, so you pray to him, and by faith you know that he's going to turn up even more. I want to encourage, especially young people today, that through faith, God can work for you too. We can pray for people, even if we don't know them. But even at school or even in the workplace, I want to share a testimony today about a friend that I met. About a year ago, an old primary school friend uh, contacted me out of the blue. And before that day, I prayed to God because I didn't really have any direction. I didn't know what I could do today. So I prayed to God, can you use me today, Lord? Can I do your will? And so he answered. And to cut a long story short, I met up with my friend. And he told me all these problems that were going on in his life at that moment. And I ended up sharing the gospel and telling me, telling him how I've become a Christian. And it was the best thing I'd ever done. He was touched by that. And I told him about these testimonies of healing that we've been seeing. And he was like, oh, okay, well, I've got a bad knee. So I ended up praying for his knee on Elizabeth Way Bridge. <laughs> and by faith, I, I felt compelled to pray for him. So I prayed for his knee, and he was miraculously healed, and he couldn't believe it. It was amazing. That was the first time I really stepped out in faith. And I encourage you, if God can use me, he can use anyone to do this. So just as an encouragement for the youth and those who maybe feel they're too young to really lead others, we wanted to highlight the story of Elihu, which is found in Job chapter 32. So to set the context, Elihu and three other men were in a discussion with Job. And Elihu allowed the other three to speak first as they were older than him. But he wasn't entirely convinced by what they had to say, and he actually challenged them. And when he got his turn to speak, he said this, picking up in verse 6, I am young in years, and you are old. That is why I was fearful, not daring to tell you what I know. I thought age should speak, advanced years should teach wisdom. But it is the spirit in a person, the breath of the Almighty, that gives them understanding. It is not only the old who are wise, not only the aged who understand what is right. In verse 17, I too will have my say. I too will tell what I know, for I am full of words, and the spirit within me compels me. Amen. So at first, Elihu was fearful to speak out of turn, out of respect for his elders. But what the passage tells us is that the gift of wisdom and more generally the gift of the Holy Spirit is available to everyone and there isn't a minimum age requirement to receive it. 
And we know that Elihu speaks from the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, as he says, the spirit within him compels him. You don't have to have hands laid on you, or you don't really have to fully understand the gift to receive it, because God can bless you and use you if it's his will. Even back in 1 Timothy chapter 4, Paul instructs Timothy not to neglect his gift. God really wants us to press in and use his gifts wholeheartedly. And it's thrilling to us to read about the wisdom of Elihu, because honestly, anyone can be like him. We can all be like Elihu, and we can all be like Timothy. Yeah, there's always in situations where you can either encourage other people, and God's wisdom's going to shine through, and you lean on him more. In my time last year, I had a gap year out, and half of it was at doing an internship at a church in Witness. And during that time, I was helping run the Christian Union schools, um, Christian Union in a school. So we'd go into the school and I'd have to give a message. So I prayed to God and got a message, a word from him that was to share with him. And it wasn't my wisdom, it was God's wisdom shining through him. So it encouraged them. So just to go over the key points of the message, the first is what the importance of leading by example. So Paul writes in Philippians chapter 3, verse 17. Join together in following my example, brothers and sisters, and just as you have us, us as a model, keep your eyes on those who live as we do. So it shows that just as we should seek out other Christians to look up to or model ourselves on, it's important at the same time that we should strive to set, be an example ourselves for others. The second key message is that age is just a number. It doesn't matter how old you are, that God can use you. And Practically, we really encourage the youth of this church to engage with the adults and vice versa, to really encourage each other because we are one church and we're all part of a whole. Thank you for listening and we trust that the Word of God has inspired you today. For further information about King's Church or to access our large archive of other recordings, go to www kingscambridge.org If you're listening on iTunes we would love you to leave us some feedback God bless and goodbye